Oh yeah. Week one. Recap. September 9th. Let's go. NFL. What's happening? National Football League. Week one. It's me. It me. It Micah. It Brad. What's up? What's Gucci? What's happening, brother? Hey, you want some instant reaction? We got your instant reaction. Good morning. It's great to have pro football back, isn't it? It's fantastic. There's just so much going on. Uh, you know what else is going on? What's that? The power plant pick of the week. It's returned. And it hit hard. Oh, it went. You need to follow us on uh, Instagram at uh, Backdoor Cover Podcast or, of course, at Power Plant Picks, in which I picked a, I got you a winner, too. Uh, what Did you expect it not to be a winner? Oh, no. A big winner. We won by like 10 points on that bet. Right. Stomped them. Check it out, Power Plant Picks. Uh, they're back. It feels good. Feels good to be back. Feels good to be uh, have football in our life. As I talked about during the Power Plant Picks, uh, AT&T U-verse, for some reason, is at a crossroads with NFL Network and Red Zone. So I was unable to watch that, and I had to stream a Reddit stream like a broke boy through a, a Chromecast, and it gave me lots of aggravation. Did anyone send you direct messages of either themselves or their husbands, boyfriends being agitated over ATTU versus inability to do red zone? No, but I wasn't the only one. I know people that. were sending me all sorts of shit. It was hilarious. Just like mostly, uh, mostly girlfriends, like getting a, a big rise out of their, their boy. They're like enjoying themselves, getting a, some shots of their buddies. Yeah. So. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but the NFL is not unfortunate. We'll start with some injuries, but before we do, we'll run through a couple things real quick. If you want our recap on college football week two, you can get that. We released that Sunday morning. So yesterday. It's the last podcast. It's the last podcast on this feed. Go back and listen to it. Especially the first half is all about college football. And then uh, at the end of the episode is uh, an interview we did with uh, bookmaker Raphael from uh, mybookie.ag. The best place to bet this football season. It was actually a really insightful interview. interview and he talked about some of the late line movement he's watching lines come in sunday morning leading up to kickoff and so he had some pretty interesting things to say yeah but the the first half of that episode is all college football so now we'll we'll recap the pro football today and we will be doing that every sunday we'll be recapping college football every sunday morning so uh keep an eye out for it you know what else you keep an eye out for what's that mind of micah to me sound effects here check out mind of micah uh last week we did uh one on sports center about dan patrick and keith oberman and uh finally on saturday we had the the long-awaited release of doctor talk with dr lupe check it out mind of micah wherever you listen to podcasts all right let's start with some injuries from yesterday we're gonna try and get this thing done pretty quick here absolutely uh nick Foles did Left the game, did not return after suffering a left shoulder injury in the first quarter against the Chiefs. Uh, Coach Doug Marone confirmed that Foles, in fact, broke his left clavicle. Yeah, it's the same clavicle he broke while playing the for the Eagles in 2014. Uh, so this is a repeat injury. This is bad. This is this is. Uh, we'll we'll get to what this means for Jacksonville down the line. But this is this is trouble. Uh, their opponent, the Chiefs. Uh, suffered a little scare of their own. Pat Mahomes suffered a sprained ankle during the win, uh, but he came back and played and se- seemed to look okay. I, I, yeah. I read that he left the stadium in a walking boot, but that's probably precautionary. 
what was not precautionary, well, I don't know if it's precautionary or not, wide receiver Tyreek Hill was hospitalized. He spent last night in the hospital after a sold, a sold shoulder, shoulder surgery. I haven't yeah. had coffee yet. A sternal clavicle joint injury. That was pretty good. Maybe you should ask Dr. Lupe what that means. Yeah. Uh, according to the chief's staff, he was transported to an orthotrauma physician, which is not really what you want. This isn't why we watch football. We don't like seeing dudes being uh, hospitalized in a trauma situation, but it happens. Uh, you certainly don't want that if Tyreek Hill is on your fantasy team like he is for me. So, uh, granted, the Chiefs look okay, and this doesn't seem like uh, something's going to slow them down, but ouch. Uh, the Jets linebacker C.J. Mosley was ruled out against the Bills after he suffered a groin injury in the fourth quarter. Mosley was playing a great game in his first game for the Jets. Uh, had a touchdown, I think it was a pick six, and was was playing really well. Hope that's not bad for the Jets, who basically shit the bed. Uh, Baker Mayfield had x-rays after the game and had his right wrist right wrist wrapped. Say that three times, Brad. Right wrist wrapped. I've, I've had my coffee. Don't you don't come Say it me. three times, tough guy. Right wrist wrapped. Right wrist wrapped. Right wrist wrapped. Wow. Well I'm done. on fire, baby. Yeah. Uh, How now, brown cow? They have reported it's only a bruise. So that's good, I guess. So for the record, for this uh, orthopedic trauma physician, they're unique and specialized in complex injuries to bones, joints, and soft tissues. So if he's going to that guy, it's a complex injury of some sort that they're trying to um, whatever. It's not good. It's not looking good. Uh, finally, there, there were other injuries, but the craziest one yesterday was Ram safety Eric Weddle, who is now a Ram. Uh, he left Saturday's game with a head injury and, or a head laceration. And uh, did you see the, the... You saw this. He was just covered in blood. Yes. It was, was freaky. disgusting. Uh, what happened? It looks like part of his head got I still don't off. really know, but it, like they just took his helmet off and... He, it was brutal. I don't know what the what the deal is. So what he's in concussion protocol, and half his face got tore. Tough break for Eric Whittle. He probably wish he would have retired. Yeah, white defensive backs. It's, it's hard out there. He's a stud, man. No, he's a badass dude. He'll be back. Yes. All right. Let's uh, let's get to the games. I have uh, some notes here, and we'll kind of run through them. Then we'll go through each of the games. Excellent. But the teams to me that looked most impressive in Week One, uh, the Pats the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and maybe the Ravens, depending on where you sit. We'll get to the Ravens later when we talk about Miami. Uh, the Pats look incredible already. The offense was humming. The defense played great. Normally, it takes them a little while to get going. Yeah, it's it takes a minute for a 43-year-old or whatever Brady is to get warm and used to the season. Not yeah, this time. And, you know, we saw a lot of it this week, but gen- the league has gone more and more to the best players not playing at all during the preseason. That's right. And the Patriots have been doing this for a decade. So it's normal. And often, <laughs> and so it looks like a preseason game to start. And often the Pats have stumbled a little bit in the first month of the season. Now it's all not right now. Field, they, yeah. they came out ready to fucking rock. They just embarrassed Pittsburgh, just stomped them out. It was 30 to three at one point. I think Pittsburgh scored again at the end to, uh, to make so it a sure. little closer. Um, no, no, thirty-three to three was your final score. Yeah. So they did not. Brady threw for three forty-one. Uh, he just looks incredible. He really does. I mean, I, ageless. He's. I swear, he was grinding up unicorn bones in and his, not, his smoothie know, or something. Not to mention, they get the best receiver in football next week, and 
They faced the Dolphins. What was happening with Gordon? He didn't play much, or or did he? I just feel like I didn't see much of him. Were you paying attention to this? Did this come up to you? I'm just curious to see I, what I those watched, two together I had this on as background like. noise, and once it got to like 17-3, I just kind of stopped paying attention, to be honest. So Let me um, see what we got here. So he's not on. Yeah, he had three receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown. He had a good game, but he didn't have a lot of activity, it seemed. Well, Maybe they they're just slowly getting him into the game, whatever. But if him and fucking uh, A.B. get together going, Philip Dorsett had a great game. Julian Edelman, like, that's the probably the best receiving core in the league, don't you think? Yeah, they've gone from that being a huge weakness I know, to it's always picking been. up these two dudes. Uh, that are maybe the most talented guys in the league. It's always been some deal where it's like Gronk kind of carries a fairly weak receiving core. I mean, it, usually Edelman's there after steroids and suspensions or whatever it is. Not this year, man. They have got all sorts of attack power. Just wait for Gronk to come back. Oh, God. You think he is? And come he back. might come. Come he's back like, in like week 12? He's like, well, they're not going to cover me. They can't. There's like 14 of the yeah, guys they got to beat. He, he just takes another, take another six, take another four months off, Gronk. Come back in week twelve. Yeah, play start for like, training in like maybe late October. Yeah, start start <laughs> start working out around week eight, and uh, come back to the team in week twelve. Stop. You'll taking, play for uh, week fourteen through seventeen. You'll sit out week seventeen. Yeah. So you play three games. You get healthy. Stop and taking uh, Molly right after Halloween. You'll probably be out of your system by like mid, you know, December. You'll be ready. Yeah, I don't think there's much else to say about the Patriots. Uh, Your defending champs are a prohibitive favorite, and they look like it. Uh, the Cowboys. Looked great yesterday. New offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. We have, you know, the Cowboys have had firepower um, and have looked looked incredible yesterday. Dak Prescott threw for 405 yards, had four touchdowns, did not throw a pick, had a perfect, perfect uh, passer rating, which is amazing. Yeah, Michael Gallup was the most hyped player throughout Cowboys training camp. He had 158 he yards. He showed out, man. He showed out. Uh, Cowboys look great. Kellen Moore, this it's kind of shocking how bad this offense had looked the last couple of years. Um, just how predictable it was under Scott Lenahan. Well, this is all also great. with a fairly benign effort from Zeke, which was kind of to be expected. He came in late, but like he's the thing that really made that offense like special and unique. He really didn't do a whole lot. Like this was about spreading the ball, getting it at like the receivers really spread out, getting behind the defense, and that's what Gallup kind of specialized in. So it was really interesting. It's true. Uh, the Giants. Mostly stunk. Uh, Saquon Barkley still had 120 yards. That he only touched the ball like nine times. Or he's something. incredible. They, he's, why aren't they just feeding him? Like if, at one point, I went on Twitter and like six straight tweets from different people were just like, "Why don't they give him the ball every play?" <laughs> well, they should just direct snap it to him. I mean, he is he's a stud. he is incredible. Eli looked okay. It wasn't Eli's fault. Yeah, they're, like they're, he looks relatively good. good. They're not good. Uh, and then of course the Chiefs, uh, who who really stomped out. Uh, Jacksonville and you know poor Jags without you know if if Nick Foles is out for eight weeks they're they could be in big trouble that could get real ugly there. they've got one quarterback on their roster and it's a guy they drafted in the sixth round so that's who's starting for them now yeah well, he's got a really funny name he played great though to be fair <laughs> to be but fair. I mean the game was basically over by the time he got in and uh it's gonna this could be tough for them but Gardner Minshew yeah, Gardner Minshew who apparently 18 months ago was going to transfer to Alabama oh. and be the backup quarterback and just be like a glorified graduate assistant, like be an assistant coach basically. And then Mike Leach called 
and he went to Washington State and broke like every record in the world. Oh, it's this guy. Yeah, this is the guy. And then he was just the most accurate <laughs> passer in the history of football. Like, I think watch him can, be like Tom Brady or I somebody by getting his, his first, quarterback. His first eleven passes yesterday or something crazy. Because they they set the world on fire at Washington State last year. Like they just didn't play any defense and couldn't win games. Well, they won plenty of games, but but not like the big game. Like I feel like they lost to Washington at the end of the year, like to foil their chances at the shitty Pac-12 championship. But like. No, the the kid can throw it. Yeah, and, that's uh, what the point is here. Well, you better hope so if you're if you're a Jacksonville fan. Ooh, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's start with Wait. the most important thing. Well, before you go, one more game, one more team that stomped out another oh. team. Just real quick, Tennessee fucked up. Cleveland. We'll get to the. I, okay. I want to get to them later. Okay, good. I got. Okay. I got. Lots I just of wanted takes. to point out. You said there's the, three the teams. other one. There was the fourth here is Baltimore, but we'll talk about them. Okay. Uh, with Miami, I uh, because. Whew. We've got another uh, segment for those those types of teams. Yes. Hey, but you know what else? What other segment we have? Let's hear it. We have a. Uh, it was a segment we did on Friday. Okay. Or Thursday, whenever okay. we did it, or Wednesday, whatever day it was, where we gave it was what we call the parlay party. Oh yeah. It was a party indeed. And Brad, you managed to hit your parlay. That's Is that right. Correct. Tell the people. Uh, Here's here's how the parlay parte is going to go. Each week, Brad and I will make a $10 parlay. Uh, it could be two teams. It could be 10 teams. We will not tell each other. Whoever makes more money at the end of each week wins that week. Okay? Pretty simple. Brad had a two-team parlay. He was seeing me text. He was super excited about it. Tell me about your parlay, which you hit, and how much you made on it. Okay. Well, I'm opening up here so I can see the... Uh the over-unders and all that stuff that I put, or not over-unders, I'm sorry, the, the lines. So I took Green Bay on Friday to cover, I believe it was three and a half, if I'm not mistaken, and then I took the Chiefs to beat uh, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I'm looking here for my my uh, spreads. Well, so I'll I tell you, you keep looking. Okay, I'll tell get. you where you can make your parlays. Okay, yeah, you and go join ahead. the parlay parte at mybookie.ag. Use promo code BDC and get a 100% deposit bonus uh, at mybookie.ag. It's the only place to wager. You can The interface is new. It's easier than anywhere else to the, place. The mobile site is really nice. Yeah, you can place parlays. You can bet uh, teasers. You can bet exotics. There's a million different things. There's in-game betting. Anything you want. Anything you could you need. First quarter, second quarter, third quarter, second half. All this shit. And you don't have to worry about some dude coming and breaking your leg in the neighborhood. So just go to mybookie.ag and use promo code BDC when you sign up. You get a 100% deposit bonus. So here's the deal, Micah. Go ahead. Part of this parlay parte, I'm using my own money. I'm using real money. I got on my bookie. I put 50 on it. I put a $10 wager down, like we said. $10 to win twenty five sixty nine. Nice. And I won it with and, my parlay and who, parte. who were the two teams? So I had Green Bay Packers plus three over uh, the Bears on Thursday, and then I had the Kansas City Chiefs uh, minus three and a half to win, uh, I'm sorry, minus three and a half over the Jacksonville Jaguars, which obviously paid out. So, you know, conservative little parlay. Well, congrats. You you. have lost this week. You won. Because I hit my three-team parlay. I pulled my giant cock out on the table. Uh, I had the Titans plus five and a half. Wow. Win. I had the Rams minus three, which was actually a push. So how did you hit? And I had the Bengals plus nine and a half. That was my lock of the week, which won. And at my bookie, if you if you push one on of your parlay. games, you 
take the win on the other two. Ah, so you just parlayed two teams this week then? No, I parlayed three. Right, but it pushed, so it didn't count towards your winnings, right? Did you That's only, right. You only took But winnings. a lot of places, if you push one of those three games, you your lose. whole parlay po- yeah. pu- or pushes, you don't lose. So Interesting. Uh, another reason to play my bookie. So I bet 10 to win 26. What what was yours? 10 to win what? Uh, 25.69. Oh, I beat you by one you winner. You won by like 40 cents. Hey, a win's a win. You won by 31 cents. You cuck. Well, I cucked you. Well, you pushed. We didn't specify no, how this was going to work won, in our parlay partay. No, what we specified <laughs> is that whoever wins the most money with their bets. That is true. Wins the parlay. And I won $26. You won 25 So I overall, win. are we going to track who wins the most money for the whole season? Or are we just going to win it like a like it's a skins match? Like each week we it, put money down. It's hard to say. Let's just go with skins for the time. I kind of like the skins. So I, you're, think it, I bet you do because you're up 40 cents and you win one whole skin. That's right. I just think it's a lot more fun. Perfect. So there you go. go. You can have fun, too. At mybookie.ag, use promo code BDC. We need to, to hustle here. Uh, let's move on here. Let's talk about the bed shitters of the week, sponsored by Lisa Mattress. Uh, let's start with Cleveland, the team that hyped themselves all summer long. They had a great offseason, everyone thought. Uh, they got their fucking ass kicked at home. 43-13. Just absolutely stomped. I will say... Uh, Baker threw three fourth quarter interceptions, mostly because they were behind, so he was taking some chances. But still, they looked terrible. Tennessee looked pretty tough. I will say that uh, they had a running game going. Derrick Henry had eighty four yards. He received like another seventy six or something. He was a beast. Yeah, Cleveland uh, laid a fucking egg at home. Ouchie. And forty three thirteen. This is a team that got a ton of hype in the off season. But here's the problem. They have a second-year quarterback, despite you know what Baker did in year one. He's still a young guy. He's incredibly cocky. They have a head coach who's never been a head coach before. They had about a million and a half penalties. It was just an embarrassing performance, and uh, we'll see what this what means for Cleveland. They have a lot of combustible personalities, too. If, if things go south for them, this could be this could be a real train wreck, and I'm rooting for it. All that said, Again, this is I the hate same the thing that could have happened with uh, the Saints last year. They had a shitty-ass opening week. It's just opening. This is week. not the same as the Saints. It right? is. No, this is a it coach. Could with, be. This is a coach, a first-year coach, okay. not a guy who's won a Super Bowl. So this is a, a quarterback who's accomplished nothing, who acts like he is Drew Brees, uh, instead of the the like. It's not his record the same. was strong last year for a rookie. His he, starting they went record. four and four when he started. It wasn't that great. Is okay. He was okay. Right. Uh, uh, people think he's going to be a good player. Maybe we'll he will be, but. Let's uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Just an embarrassing performance is, is where, how I would say that. I love dunking on them. Uh, did you see that? What's his name? Uh, uh, Odell Beckham was wearing a two hundred thousand dollar watch during the game. No, I didn't. Literally on the field wearing a two hundred thousand dollar watch. Money's like, so catching cool. Passes. I wish I had that kind of money. It seems really unsafe. I'm sure he'll get fined. You can't have a watch on. What if you rip somebody's finger off? Odell, send me that watch. Let me have that watch. Uh, I don't think he's listening. I wish he was. Yeah, he is. Uh, let's he move to our next bed shitter of the week. We'll talk about Detroit here, who ended up tying Arizona. Detroit was up, I believe, either 17 or 18 going to the fourth quarter, managed to blow all of that lead in regulation, and then uh, go for a tie, uh, end up in a tie, 27-27 at Arizona. Uh, this was fun to watch, though. Stafford it threw was pretty 385. Fun. Arizona... Arizona's offense was terrible the first three quarters, 
but made a run and and uh, what's his name uh, Kyler yeah played great in he's the fourth pretty quarter accurate. and he's played pretty guys. well in overtime yeah he's talented man he's got big arm too so this was the Hunter Coleman Bowl because he's friends with Cliff Kingsbury and he's friends with Amendola so they were like at the game screaming for Amendola screaming for uh, for Cliff. It was quite enjoyable. That's my buddy, uh, my old roommate. It's Hunter weird. Coleman. Yeah, I Shouts. saw Party Marty was there too. Shouts to That's him. That's his uh, his running mate now, yeah, you know. That's they weird. own a boat together. Yes, so I hear. Uh, 27-27 tie. There was also some, like Detroit made some bad, tur- they called bad timeouts down the stretch. They, they did some weird things. Cliff punted on fourth down with about a minute left in overtime, uh, which <laughs> I... There's there's some metrics online. There's some Twitter accounts that I follow that said it was the uh, most cowardly punt since 2008 statistically. It was just totally That's a hell ballless. of a stat. That's a hell yeah. of a advanced analytics. Although at the time, I didn't hate it. A, a tie for Arizona in this game, being down 17 or 18, whatever it was, going to the fourth win. quarter, is a huge win. It was 18. Uh, Cliff settled for field goals and played conservatively, and it, it turned out okay. So shouts to, uh, to Cliff, although it is weird that the guy would coach under Mike Leach and play under Mike Leach and the uh, most reckless, the most reckless, aggressive coach in the world. And now we're now he's maybe when he gets comfortable, he'll start drinking Red Bull vodkas and start acting more like Leach. I don't, I wouldn't suggest that for Cliff, but that's what Leach does. Leach does. So if you want to act like him, but I mean, just, this is a terrible, terrible, it's not a loss, but a terrible tie for Detroit. They, this should never happen. You can't let a rookie quarterback in his first game come back by 18 points in the fourth quarter, and then this and game then blow was the dumpster fire of the week going into it. Like it's just not nobody a very cared good matchup. about this one. But there's points though, so that's fun. Yeah, uh, you know, as always, our bed shitters of the week are presented by Lisa Mattress, the best place to get a mattress online, especially if you shit on your old one. This is where you get the new one. That's true. Go get go to lisa.com/bdc like backdoor cover and get yourself a brand new mattress. Uh, it's shipped free to your house. There's a 100-night risk-free warranty. If you don't like it, you just ship it back. It's free. The, all these mattresses are made in the USA. They donate one mattress for every 10 they sell to charity. There's 33,000 Americans that are sleeping on a Lisa mattress that otherwise wouldn't have a mattress. This is a great company. This is a great product. Get yourself the regular Lisa, which is a foam mattress, or the Lisa Hybrid, which is their luxury product that has both foam and springs that's what brad and i both sleep on it's wonderful these are great bets you're going to want to be a part of this lisa.com slash bdc your discount is automatically applied check it out lisa.com slash bdc l-e-e-s-a.com slash bdc even cleveland could return their mattress right now after shitting on it last weekend because it's within the 100 day return policy it's true that's, they can, that's a they fact. They sleep on it for another month or two or three if they want to really, really push it. The Browns. You get it? Lisa.com slash BDC. All right, let's run through the rest of these games. Um, oh, wait, well, I didn't mention Miami. Miami, perhaps <laughs> the biggest bed shitter of the week. I mean, it's more fun to shit on Cleveland and Detroit because Detroit's coach is one of the most unlikable p- people in football. Um I'm totally disrespectful to the media, so you know I'm out on him. Okay. Miami loses to Baltimore 59-10. to 10. Lamar Jackson looked incredible. I think he had five touchdowns, 324 yards passing. 17 for 20. He also had a perfect pass, passer rating. Uh, Mark Mark Ingram in his first game as, as a Raven had 107 yards and had touchdowns. Marquise Hollywood Brown from Oklahoma had 
147 yards and two is touches. a serious deep threat down the field. Yeah, long touchdowns. Even Robert Griffin the third got in a game six for six for 55 yards and a touch. I didn't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's pathetic. Uh, yeah, they were going for it on fourth down and stuff. They I mean at the end of the game, just stomping these guys. Miami looks pathetic. We saw. We said on our Sunday episode that there were tickets available for that game for like eighteen dollars. Uh, if you paid eighteen dollars to see the game, you would have been fifty nine to ten. Fifty nine to ten. It's a franchise record for points for Baltimore. That is the opposite of Fitz Magic. I mean, Miami is is just you know apparently after the game, several players contacted their agents trying to request out of Miami already. Looks like they rushed for 22 total yards. Yeah, this is this is ugly. All offseason long, we saw a team basically make moves that looked like they were tanking. And then in game one, they basically they, they, they laid an egg. You can't imagine a team's going to lose by 49 in week one. If the, All this being said, if their goal is to tank, they really fucking nailed it. Yeah. I did see, I think I put on the, the backdoor cover uh, podcast Instagram mm-hmm. uh, that teams college and pro in the tampa miami area which i don't know if those two places are close to each other or not but can't be that far yeah i mean i guess we google it tampa to miami but uh the teams are maybe i did not post it they're like oh and ten holy shit it's a long way it's 280 miles four hours and four minutes in a car okay well then that was they're like in the the, uh, ones in the the uh tip of my florida ones in kind of like the uh, gulf bay area anyways it's probably because you have to drive slow through all the malligators and shit at the swamps and whatnot it's my theory if you had like a helicopter you'd get there quick that's still a long way though right yeah 280 miles is a long fucking way okay here it is brett mcmurphy uh tweeted tampa and miami area nfl and college teams so this includes the bucks the dolphins USF, U, uh, Miami, FIU, and FAU mm-hmm. off to a combined 0-10 start. Yeesh. Not what you want. So I'm sure our listenership in the state of Florida is is down significantly. Well, no, no, they're listening. They want to hear what's happening. Oh, you think the they're, le- they're hate listening? Yeah, it's one of those uh, like self-deprecation things. You know what I'm saying? Well, if that's the case, then people are going to be angry. Welcome to BDC. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining. Tell a friend. Tell another miserable, miserable football fan. I have just, uh, big news, I have added that to the Backdoor Cover podcast Instagram. Yell it out so. the window if your convertible yellow Mustang that you drive with a wife beater on in Florida. Uh, okay, let's get through the rest of these games. Uh, Atlanta, Minnesota. Minnesota is also an honorable mention for, for the best team yesterday. They won 28-12. to 12. Atlanta looked absolutely miserable. You have a major problem with Matt Ryan. Uh, they couldn't do anything. Dalvin Cook had 111 yards. That's what I was going to say. I mean, Minnesota looked great yesterday. Uh, that be- He was a beast, man. He was a beast with the ball. Uh, another possible bed shitter of the week, your New York Jets, a team that nobody really expected. Ooh. This was a game that no one cared about except for Brad, and it turned out to be a great game. Buffalo came back from being down 16 to nothing to win the game 17 to 6. Mitch in, has to be just heartbroken. He got New up Jersey. 16-0, and then they shit the bed. That's the real bed shitter of the week. Uh, the New York Jets. Yeah, that's tough. I, hey, Buffalo to the You got to give them mafia, credit. Though. Josh Allen had 254 yards passing. They, uh, they came back and won the game. Uh, continuing on, Washington at Philly. Uh, Philly, is, Washington is who we think they thought. thought. They are who we thought they were. That's it. 
They suck. Some some well, player actually said that today and uh, yesterday in a press conference. I forget who it was, but uh, Philly, Washington got up fourteen to nothing, seventeen to nothing. They were up two or three scores. Uh, Case Keenum threw for three hundred eighty yards, but Philly came back to stomp them out thirty two twenty seven. I guess not stomp, but after a slow start, uh, Deshaun Jackson back from the dead, back with Philly, even though they claimed he was a. Uh, a gang member the last time they ran out of town, but now he's back. 154 yards passing on two long touchdowns. Deshaun Jackson, forever the bane of my fantasy football existence. <laughs> the, the No one. Uh, there are people that had Deshaun Jackson in your league. No one started Deshaun Jackson. And then everyone in America will start Deshaun Jackson next week, and he'll have he'll, one catch for six yards. He may be the least of best And he might fumble. Week. Yeah, I mean, Deshaun Jackson is, is just a fucking nightmare. And speaking of people that have been around forever. Darren Sproles had 47 yards and had a touchdown yesterday. At least. Wow. Yeah. How about that name? I didn't know who he played for still in the league, still with Philly. (laughs) Uh, Philly's much better than Washington. This might've been Washington's best chance to win a game early in the season. And they blew it. Some guy named Terry McLaurin came out of Ohio state, had five receptions, 125 yards and a touchdown for um, the Redskins. So there's a few little bright spots there. Yeah. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams won 30-27 to in Carolina. Despite that guy's face getting ripped off? Yes. Uh, Cam Christian, struggled. Christian McCaffrey's a bad boy, though. Ooh. I he, didn't know. I heard he's huge. He was the leading swole. rusher. Did he look and, huge to you? Yeah, he's the leading rusher and the leading receiver for in the game. 128 yards rushing and 81 yards receiving. Uh, Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. They did get beat, though. Uh, the Rams are good, and they're well-coached, and they came back, and, and they're poised, and then they won the football game, 30-27, to 27, one of the better games of the day, I think. Uh, we talked about Kansas City and Jacksonville. We did not talk about Indy uh, losing at the L.A. Chargers, 30-24 to 24 in overtime. They played them tough. They did. Marlon Mack had 174 yards rushing. Uh, Phil Rivers had 333 passing. Although, um, you know, this this was this Indy Indy made a late comeback. Jacoby Brissett looked capable. They've got and they that came offensive back down line, this maybe the overtime. best in the league. You kind of expect them to have a strong rushing game as long as they can protect the quarterback, which they should be able to do. They could be competitive regardless of who's behind the, the helm. Well, I'll tell you who uh, had maybe the worst worst game, okay. uh, the worst day of anybody in football yesterday. Who that? Melvin Gordon. Oh, yeah? Zero on zero on zero. Well, Austin Eckler, his replacement, yes, uh, played quite well. He he was, he was uh, responsible for 154 yards from scrimmage, including 96 yards on six catches. Which, How many uh, touchdowns he have? Does it say there? Three. Yeah, and scored three touchdowns. Pretty good day for Plus, him. Plus, Eckler and J- Justin Jackson had 115 yards carry on eight on only 18 carries. So incredibly efficient had Maybe, three uh, touchdowns this is a worst case scenario for melvin gordon who everyone's of. forgotten about They're, they may trade him and it looks like miami could desperately use somebody who could at least get more than 12 yards oh, miami's not trading for anybody you don't think so no they're shipping everybody out they I have mean, no interest in actually winning football games there's no way melvin gordon's going to miami they could take him and then not pay him and have him sit out the whole year that would go right towards what they need i don't i don't think that's likely but it could happen, and they could trade away some more assets. I don't it think could they be could. Great, really. I think you're 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 wrong. Oh, is that not even a possible scenario? No, because he wants to get paid. He's not going to go somewhere where he doesn't get paid. Well, it's not his choice if they trade him. Uh, uh, Miami's not giving anything up. 
Okay. Anyway, that's the most unlikely scenario I've ever heard. Thank you. I had to browbeat you for a second there. Uh, Austin Eckler, though, showing out. If he shows up in Miami next week, I'm slapping you in the face. That's fine. Okay. You can slap. You can. You Seven thirty a.m. Monday morning. You can you're go forehand slapped. or backhand. I might or even both. go full full tube steak on you can your go face. Pimp hand. Whack. You can go pimp slap or bitch slap. Either way, forehand, backhand. Okay. Either way, which one you like. You can go both. Okay. Do one each. Great. At any point, if he ever plays for the Dolphins, you can Excellent. slap me twice. That's a, that is a big mistake. Yeah, five years from now, I'll, I'm going to allow it. Uh, Cincinnati goes to Seattle they and tough, uh, man. loses 21-20. to 20. Andy Dalton threw for 418 yards. John Ross had 158 yards Apparently receiving. He dropped like three or four balls. He could have gone for like 300 yards. John Ross, another player that's on everyone's fantasy bench, who I took in, in our... Uh, and then dropped... No, I mean, I had a, I, I took him in our auction. Everybody said, why are you spending money on John Ross? Yeah, and then you dropped him. And I didn't drop him. I just picked him up. What? Anyways. You did not. That's not true. Go ahead. Did I just shake you? I didn't mean to shake you I'm off sure your, your story. Enough. And he had 158 yards receiving. That, that, you, you can't be right about this. I'm probably wrong. Anyway, Andy Don't Dalton. Don't go look is what I'm trying to tell you. I won't. Go ahead. Um, Andy Dalton threw for 418 yards, but he also isn't good enough to get them over the hump. I mean... You know what you're going to get with Andy Dalton. He's going to give you just enough to get beat by a point. I mean, Cincinnati played tough. Seattle's not that good, and that's why this was my lock of the week. Uh, Cincinnati was getting 10 points at Seattle. The weather was terrible. That defense is shot. Like, they gave away all their players. They're, they didn't pay them. They let them, let them leave, and it's They over. aren't the team you think they are. I don't. They do not look like a serious contender, at least not in week one. Every piece of that defense is gone that was good. We talked about the Cowboys, who do look like a serious contender in the NFC. We talked about Detroit, Arizona. Did they get off to a slow start, though? It was a little bit shaky. Who? They, the boys. They got down 7-0 and maybe even a little bit worse. At yeah, first. but we were in command. Yeah. Had them all the way. Uh, Detroit, Arizona, we talked about the, the first tie of the year. <laughs> San Francisco at Tampa Bay. San Francisco stomped out Tampa 31-17. This was actually most uh, a one-score game most of the way. Uh, Jameis Winston throws two pick sixes, including one at the end of the game, to make it a, a two-possession game. Three total interceptions. So this was a little bit closer. Uh, Jameis Winston's terrible. But he didn't look good, that's for certain. He can make every throw. People but People keep expecting him just, to come around and blow it's up. Never it's never going to happen. It's It doesn't seem to be. Well, the, the big story is they hired Bruce Arians, who's known Jameis since he was like 12. Yeah, he's going to be the, the Jameis This whisperer. is the guy who's going to fix him. It's not going to happen. He was just so reckless. The second pick six was just inexplicable and pathetic. <laughs> and, like, you got to – Tampa, I mean, there are teams – we go back to these teams in Florida. If you're a Miami fan or a Tampa fan and you're excited to go to the first game – or Jacksonville, and you're excited to go to the first game of the year, the weather's great, oh, you're, yeah. out, you're in Florida, and then all three of these teams have – I mean, Tampa and Miami lay absolute eggs, and – Jacksonville has the new quarterback that you traded for and spent a bazillion dollars on go out for eight weeks. It is a rough week. This this is really bad. So I, I apologize to the state of Florida. Just try, you know, don't get eaten by a gator or anything. Stay out of the swamps. And then the, the late game, uh, we talked about the Patriots just kicking the shit out of Pittsburgh, 33-3. to Pittsburgh looked bad, but I'd say New England looked better. I mean, I, does that make sense? Yes. New England was the the... The more impressive. The big thing to me was that James Conner came out and kind of laid an egg. Ten carries, twenty-one yards. You know, like yeah, I could have used uh, some of those fantasy points for him. Yeah, they needed to get something going on the ground, and they just couldn't. 
Rex Burkhead was actually the leading rusher in the entire game, and he only had 44 yards. So New England is one of those teams. New England has proven that if they have an advantage on offense, they will just they'll just throw the ball 100 times. Or like if they you're top-heavy, top. like if you can only throw the ball, which it looked like Pittsburgh could only do last night, they, they will shut fuck you, you up. That's right. If you're one-dimensional, they'll stop you. And if you have one weakness, they will just exploit the shit out of it all day long. If they and played they Army again. and Army threw four passes in the game, Army would lose by a million. Yeah. Brady, Brady had 341 yards. He was he looked great. Three touchdowns. And they get the best receiver in football for the last six years. Do you know that the last six years has been the greatest six-year stretch of any player in the history of the NFL? Receiving, you mean? Yes. For A.B.? For Antonio Brown. This is not a guy who's washed up. He may, he may be on the other side of his career. He's also in he contention bad, for the worst boy. month of preseason of all time for a player like he's on pace with like to and ocho cinco and all the idiots well he ended up getting his money or some of his money he, he doesn't have as million? much guaranteed yeah. yeah i mean i yeah he's he had got 30 10 guaranteed now yeah instead of 30 but if he plays well has he got incentives that'll get him up there he's he's got incentives to get him to 15 this year and then he could sign a new deal deal afterwards. Not to mention he's going to play for an extra three to four weeks and then into the Super Bowl instead of going out and not even making the playoffs. So like he's going to be getting like a lot of spotlight time. Like he can really. Oh yeah, he his... wants the spotlight. That's for sure. Well, he's going to get it. Uh, and he got on the hard knocks. That fucking guy. Oh yeah. No players ever dominated hard knocks, and then I guess. Well, that's not true. Uh, he did it the best. Some dudes. Well, the the best at looking like a moron. Well. Kinda. He did. He, as far as the attention grabbed, he did it. He showed off his chain and his car, and those were two things he needed to do. All right, we got two more minutes to wrap up this podcast. Let's, Let's rip it. There's two two Monday night games tonight. Do you want? Let's start with the early one. Houston at New Orleans. The good game. This game starts early, seven ten Eastern time, six ten Central. Ralphie said a lot of bets were coming in on behalf of the Texans for this one, right? Which seems weird to me. Um. But Saints, I don't have... It's a big spread. Saints are at home. I think it's seven points, six and a half, something like that. Uh, Saints started off super slow last year, lost to Fitzmagic in Tampa. Uh, You know, Texans got potent offense. As I mentioned, the Saints the last five years are one in 10 straight up and one in 10 against the spread the first two weeks of the season. So they just start slow. And then they've got J.J. Watt coming in. At mybookie.ag. Broncos and... Oakland is the late game. Broncos are a two and a half point favorite. But I'll take Broncos by a million. I like the Broncos there too. Um, you have any thoughts on the Saints game? Saints is interesting. Broncos is trash. Yeah. I, I like the Broncos, but I don't think that game's going to be interesting. The second Monday night game is always trash. Yeah. And it's I, it's like, that oh. late West Coast game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It ends at like 2 a.m. East Coast time. That bitch going to be late. Anyways, yeah, I like the Saints Texans. I think the Texans defense is a little bit underrated. Uh, I think they're especially strong when when um, Watt is healthy. Obviously, he's one of the best defensive players in the league, and he is currently. Uh, I like Watson. They got Will Fuller back, who is a complete complete monster last year before he got hurt, and he was a complete monster the year before. So they've got two great receivers. Uh, I'm not sure about their running game. I know Carlos Hyde's washed up. Um, I'm not sure where they kind of stand on that front, but. I've, I've got faith that this Texans offense is potent enough to keep things close, especially if the Saints start slow. So that's kind of where I'm at. Where are you living? Uh, I like the Saints tonight. Perfect. We got some a little bit of parity here. I like the Texans. You like the Saints? By the way, uh, of course, um, Jason Witten caught a touchdown yesterday and is no longer on Monday Night Football, which is great for everybody. 
uh, Joe Tess, Booger McFarlane, and Lisa Salters on the early game. The late game, which is always filled by weird announcers, and this one is no doubt no different. Steve Levy, he's hmm. your play-by-play man. Brian Greasy and Lewis Reddick, the analyst, and Diana Rossini is your sideline reporter, who is a snack. Of course, yeah. West Coast snack. Uh, there's your late night snack. Uh, what are, What are your thoughts on this game? We both like Denver here, right? I mean, Oakland yeah, is. Just I think a clown they're show. just a, they're a dumpster fire, and they don't have any. They really just don't have weapons, like on offense at least. Um, I like some of their new talent that they got in into the uh, building, but it's still a rebuilding process. Like they got like four rookies on the starting lot. They got Derek Carr throwing the ball around, which doesn't inspire much. I think hope. they need another year or two. They're going to be good by the time they get to Las Vegas. That's my prediction. Well, we'll see. Did you see the uh, meme that said that Antonio Brown has Dennis systemed the, yes, the Raiders? Yes, that was quite good. It was great. He displayed his value very well. Yes, he demonstrated value. That's it. Engaged physically. Nurtured. Nurtured dependence. <laughs> it's, the the Dennis end? system is yeah. quite uh, separate entirely. It's such a great well, you system. Missed, let's see. Uh, the eye is what we're missing. Well, there's two ends. Oh, anyways. Yeah. Neglect. Neglect emotionally. That's right. That's right. It's one of the greatest systems ever created. Yes, of course. It's uh, demonstrate value, engage physically, nurturing dependence, neglect emotionally, inspire hope, and then separate entirely, which he really did do <laughs> all of those things. He really did all those things. Amazing. All right, that's it. We'll be back later this week. Great uh, episode, buddy. Point. Yeah, thank you, Brad. Thank you for being the best. Of course. Now we're going to get out of here. 800-392-6344. Call our hotline. We'll have a return of uh, Titan High this week probably and, and uh, Definitely. get some hotline calls going. 800-392-6344. We got a bunch, so call again. We might have a full hotline episode. Uh, it's football season, baby. Let's follow go. Follow us on Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and uh, Brad at Michael Weiner at Bradley B. Key. Uh, check out lisa.com slash BDC. And always check out mybookie.ag. Use promo code B D C. Brad, you got anything else? That's it, and that's all. Mm, bye bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>